Welcome back to episode 65 of the Block Runner Podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iron Man, and today we'll be gathering for another roundtable for Decentraland. Joining me today is Maddie from DCLblogger.com, Frankie Needles, and Anorak. Here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, we compare Decentraland with Second Life. Next, how to have a real metaverse conference. Then, audio and video capabilities in DCL. And finally, the never-ending wearables debate. All right, let's listen in. Uh, right now, it's uh, myself, Frankie Needles, Will, Iman, and Anorak. I don't know if we're getting more guests. Hopefully, we get Maddie wakes up from his sleep. Um, there's still a lot to talk about, so we can probably go in right away. We've been going in for half an hour anyway. Yes, yeah, Litecoin <laughs> Moses is supposed to join us. Let's see if he actually makes it. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we had a couple of different people supposed to join and ended up, you know, not working out. So that's fine. You know. So we were just um, talking about uh, Second Life, right? You were just showing yeah, us. Put my screen, yeah. Believe me, I don't know what I'm doing. So, <laughs> and so apparently, I, I didn't know this. I thought Second Life was an open world, but it's not. It's isolated. Like, Hold on. let's not make that that a confirmation yet because we haven't spent enough hours. You know, <laughs> yeah, we don't even know what we're doing. Man. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, I so don't know. I'm gonna sit down. So, but I, from the 30 minutes that I was in there for sure, yeah, we 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 did like the beginner tutorial, which is similar to what I think like the Central Plaza is gonna end up looking like. It's, it teaches you how to use the controls of this of the game right yeah a little tutorial and then you yeah. enter like a portal once you're finished with that and it takes you to like some little remote island where there's like coffee shops and there's like little bands playing and stuff like that. so you get like a little feel of what the world looks like and then from there it's up to you to figure out what to do you know yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like and, it, and it's almost like never-ending things that you could do yeah yeah which I mean, so why why is Second Life even like a topic of discussion? I I think to me because it's the closest thing we can kind of reference as far as like an open. I think world. a lot of the ideas from Decentraland came from Second Life. A lot of the so people too. who I know um, were like the people that put it all together. They know about Second Life. I don't know if all of them were a part of it and were you know active in it. I know a lot oh, of people are like, I think like Carl and isn't Carl, DJ? Oh yeah, Carl was big in it. Yeah, yeah, like DJ Rosa, I think like, I think even her avatar DJ Rosa is, is, I think re- DJ Rosa goes around a bunch of different uh, metaverses. I mean, yeah, I think she does. Yeah. Yeah, so um, but and I think there's a lot of people, there's a, there's a community that does that, that kind of goes around different metaverses. And so we started taking field trips a couple of days ago. Uh, myself, I'm in, uh, Will was with us, Maddie, and uh, one, of my, one of my, my partner was kind of showing me around to help me out. He had a couple of people that knew the way around and uh, it's an interesting world. I wouldn't want it to be exactly like this in Decentraland, but I think that it's a really good look at what we could do, you know, with what we have. That's what I would say. Um, so I, I continue to kind of go in there and just kind of like, uh, how do you do that? Like spark my creativity. Sure. You know? Sure. And go in there like what, what could we do what, how could we take this a step further with the step further worth of technology that we have you know so yeah. uh you're showing me right now you're sitting at like a little restaurant looking thing 
So yep, what do you yep. what do you do? Like uh, you sit there I'm just and sitting here right now, I'm getting nice, good, relaxed. You know, is the main yeah, idea just like legs, conversating with people you know? or what? <laughs> yeah, you could conversate with people. You could be meeting. You could be meeting somebody here. Like okay, meet me here, at whatever time. Or um, this is a noobs lobby, I think. So like generally, I, I think most of these people are trying to figure out what to do. Um, and then you can go to all kinds of like there's private places that you can't even get to unless somebody was to invite you there. Um, and I think Sounds there's a lot good. more stuff. Hundred percent. I don't. I don't know everything that can go down in here. All I know is it's fully customizable. Almost every single thing is customizable unless they don't want you to customize it. For can you uh, go over there and, and talk to Alicia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you dude. want to go holla at this girl? Go spit some game for us. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You guys are on YouTube, so I'm just saying, whatever goes down with Alicia. All right. Hold up. Where, where's she at? Uh, right there, dude. I already, I already know sparks are gonna fly. I can oh, yeah. feel it. It's going. You see this shirt? You see this shirt I'm wearing? <laughs> Her name? Yeah. So like, there's no oh, way for anybody listening to see this, right? This is just us in the Zoom no. call. As soon as Decentraland enables video, we can uh, live stream. Oh my god, that would be so cool! Yeah, yeah. We were live streaming what we're watching right now. In yeah, that's right. Oof. Yeah, that, that that's that's coming up pretty soon, I think. So we're gonna be able to mess with that when that comes out, um, okay. and find all the use cases for it. Because I think there's going to be a bunch of different use cases. I, I've been really kicking around the idea of uh, throwing a show of some sort, um, you know, talking to different people that do music and things like that. You know, um, I really want to try something with the video stuff as well. So I, all that stuff is in the pipeline. You know, as soon as it comes out, I'll start messing, tinkering with it, and figuring out like what it does, how to use it. You know. Oh yeah! Did you guys see all that? What's up with all this? Hold on, I'm going over here. The controls are a little different in Decentraland too, so you'll get like all kind of stuff. So, are you seeing like low resolution images too? I'm, um, Frankie. Yeah. Low resolution. Yeah, you see those images in the background? Are are they like low resolution? Okay. Yeah, like blurry, Um, right? Yeah. Yeah, but not all images like you see that one is not. You know. Yeah, it's true. I don't. Uh, I think that you know this also uh, depends on the person's blender skills. What you know, whether they can or can't deploy things that are nice. True. Know? So I think this um, that has something to do probably with the. This this already reminds me of like last room's MetaMart. Just what we. Just I saw at. a thing that <laughs> oh, really? was really interesting that <laughs> people were. Um, I saw. What did I go? I went to. A, I think it was a club, and on the wall. I had this stat board and the stat board was showing how <clears throat> excuse me how heavy each player was as far as their wearables like so how much you know megabytes or triangles or whatever they're taking up with their wearables and if you were too heavy you'd have to switch out which i i, I don't know what the ins and outs of that was but it was an interesting thing you go to the club and they have the stat board sure of mm-hmm. basically like are you being too heavy on this scene you know right 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 so, like, walk towards the extremities of this, like, parcel, right? I want to see, like, oh, what happens at the no, end no, of the, no. oh, of the no, world. Will. Oh, no, well. Oh, you don't know. Oh, oh, damn. Oh, yeah, you don't have to walk. <laughs> oh, no, well. <laughs> we, don't do, we don't do that. Oh, damn. <laughs> we fly around here. Uh, so, this big stack of cubes right here. Check this out. Huh. huh. That's a stack of cubes. Yeah. See, this is another island. So, uh, yeah. So far, 
Let's go take everything, a trip, huh? everything looks like an island in Second Life from what I've seen. Yeah, because I think they all just live on their own little maps. So it's kind of like, well, that's an island, that's an island, that's an island, yeah. you know? So they're not connected, this world. Uh, you can like use your, it's weird because you got to use like weird controls in order to, you know, uh, move. Yeah. So or it's hard to imagine that this event eventually got to a billion in revenue. <laughs> you, you think so? Yeah. yeah, yeah I already I mean, ju- why, why do you think it's hard to imagine? Uh, just because of its isolation. Mm. I don't know how to do that. But the thing is, is your your experience carries over Fly. from from destination Fly. to destination. You know what I mean? Your your avatar progression and all that stuff, all the wearables you end up accruing over your life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interoperable in a sense. So you can kind of like equate these little s- separate islands as like maybe separate metaverses. So I see. I see. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this right here is sandbox land. Yeah. And and then you you go to another metaverse, you go to Decentraland, but your avatar oh. still has these interoperable wearables. You know, that hmm. you carry with you to different metaverses. That's how I would like it to look like. That's how you like to get it, huh? Yeah. I, I see what you're saying, but sometimes I think that doesn't work with the different, um, the different like triangles and stuff like. Like for instance, this guy is way more detailed than a decentralized character. Oh yeah, definitely. A decentralized character wouldn't have hair like that because that's just. No, there would much. have to be some kind of like engine that does the, the modifications for you, like whenever you're transferring from metaverse to metaverse. Ah, I see what you're saying. So like a, a variation that, that would work for crypto voxels, a variation that would work for... Yeah, like you have the same NFT, and they, but there's yeah. something going on where it, it morphs to whatever world you're in. Yeah, so you'd have to have somebody just code up some sort of a link between... So like a chain link of metaverses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, what that looks like, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's some advanced. Shit. I'm gonna sit in this flower right here. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Is this the Alice in Wonderland area? Because I'll be here forever. <laughs> and y'all can just y'all can catch me next time. Yeah, I can't so, sit in here. I mean, like being exposed to this. Like, how do you? What's what's your opinion on like Decentraland in comparison to this? Like, what? I, I think Decentraland is gonna turn exactly into this. Honestly, like word for word. This is descent. This is this is like peeking into the future of what Decentraland is going to look like because it's it's all. How how is this the like in what aspect is this a future? Like just more content or what? What do you mean? It's a it's all community created content. Meaning like every island is is community created. Okay. So there's no there's no boundaries or limits into what can be made. It's just it's just dependent on, like think of these destinations as like estates. So mm-hmm. whoever the landowner is of that estate, it's up to them to come up with like a, a captivating experience for people to come to, right? Like, I don't know what the hell the purpose of this island is. It's, it's so random, but that's kind it's of the point, right? Goods. I want some of these baked goods, <laughs> man. I'm trying to get them. So I'm looking at, what is that? Top L500 dollars? What is that? Oh, those are I'm Linden dollars, out, All Linden dollars, right? They're called, yeah? Okay. And I'm not sure what they do. Or how much, how much, how, how much is the conversion rate? Or a Linden dollar. I think it's like a stable currency, so it's like a dollar. A oh, Linden I see. Dollar is is a dollar bill, so you you know we just. Damn, five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah that, tell me about it, dude. That's that's what I saw. Sign me up, baby. <laughs> yeah, Give I was some, like, this world is for three hundred dollars. <laughs> Can you click on it? I want to see like what the interface. I tried to, but oh, there it is, right here. It's right here. Oh, okay. Um, and I I'm could, blocking like, it here. 
yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a little bit laggy because I'm streaming everything and everything yeah. else. But uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know the, the consequences of what I just did there. Nah, I, I doubt. Like you put in five hundred dollars worth of Linden coins in no, there. I don't have any Linden at all. So do we? Do we want Decentraland to be uh, like Second Life <laughs> moving forward? I, we started I off don't. the conversation saying, "Why did Second <laughs> Life fail?" <laughs> I don't. I don't so, think it, it's ideal for it to be exactly like this. No. So do you think um, you think but, it failed? There's a lot interact? of things that are. No, oh, I don't. I, I don't. I know nothing about Second Life. We just started off the conversation asking that question. No, I don't so, think it failed. Um, I would say that it's active. So yeah, um, it's it's. Still do you run into running. other people in there? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. there's plenty really? of people in here. Whoa, what is this? Oh, whoa, I think, oh, back I think up, what, homie, back up, I th- homie. I don't want none of that. I, I think what I saw was like, uh, it's like it ranges anywhere from twenty to thirty people per destination, called exactly, the scenes yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty good. Imagine every estate in Decentraland had twenty to thirty people on there. Yeah, you good. know, that's really good. Look at this thing. You see this? Yeah. So uh, Cinderella's uh, uh, pumpkin carriage, right? It's pretty fancy. Yeah, I mean, like from the foundation level, I mean, it's it's almost a, very similar. Like the very only difference similar. is you get to own like the actual digital assets, right, with NFTs. Well, but it's essentially yeah, the same thing. Ask, it all, um... Very similar. Yeah, very similar. Um. The mechanics in this are not very uh, gamey, whereas I feel like in Decentraland, eventually we'll we'll feel like a game, you know. Um, this doesn't feel like a game. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's the debate. It doesn't feel feel comfortable at all to 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 play, you know. You see, me personally, I, I prefer it. I want it to be like Second Life in the sense that like one of the first things I thought of in this world, because everything is so expensive and nothing was free, nothing worth having was free at least mm-hmm. uh the first thing i was like man i need to find a job in this place so i can start making some money you know <laughs> <laughs> and i kind of want that same experience that same uh closed loop economy to work for decentraland meaning like decentraland isn't just a place where you come to spend your mana it's also a place where you can come to earn mana and actually uh potentially earn a source of income for yourself mm-hmm. whether or not you want to spend it on activities within Decentraland, it's up to you. The point is, you know, there's an actual economy here. I think that's why the Second Life was so successful when it got to that billion-dollar point. There was someone on Twitter that asked how to earn mana in Decentraland. Exactly. See, people are already, like, intuitively asking that question, right? Mm. It's, right. It's, 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 it's like it's an intuitive question in the sense that, you know, yeah, you come into Decentraland, but nothing is free, and you know, at least... I'm, I'm assuming nothing is going to be free, yeah. you know. Well, then, well, yeah. then, what, I, what can I, what can I do to get some without? Yeah, I see, what, I see that. Without so, loading yeah. up my bank account, right? Like, yeah, you know, exactly. That, yeah, yeah. So, Frankie, you said you were working. You, you, know? you were working in uh, in uh, Second Life. What were you doing? <laughs> I was on the bar, but nobody was paying me. So you were like actively doing. I was like, just volunteering. Work. I think I, I might have been doing community service. I'm not 100 percent sure how it went. But were you? But actually, I was on the bar. I was mixing drinks and I didn't have anybody asking me for drinks, but if they wanted to like walk up, they would ask me for the drink and I, I would make it for them, you know, huh. but uh, I was just sitting there mixing drinks and, and yeah. it was, it was, it was interesting. And then I couldn't figure out how to get off the bar. That was the hilarious part because it felt like I was like trapped at work. And I, you know, I was kind of like, <laughs> I worked on a bar before this. So I was like, this sucks. 
you know, I'm, I'm at work right now. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Which is it? I mean, you say it sucks, but there's a lot of people out there actually looking for employment opportunities. Like what, what is so crazy about, you know, providing that in a digital workspace you know what i mean oh, oh yeah, yeah i know i know what i'm saying i'm saying this work sucks in general that's why i didn't want to be yeah doing. yeah work's not going to be any more fun in a digital <laughs> yeah, world than exactly it is in the world. <laughs> i was it's, still shaking drinks that's, it's essentially that's what broke down so i was like oh this is a video game i'm still shaking drinks it's no good yeah but the point yeah you were doing it for free so yeah i, I would have bailed asap just like you did immediately yeah. <laughs> yeah. but if i was i was there mixing drinks and dispensing them to other people and dudes are giving world, me tips yeah, and if okay. you say you made I'll like say you made like four or five bucks in, in an hour doing that i mean it's not a lot but it's still like whoa i'm making money just doing this this true, thing you know true true yeah and you don't have to sweat you just sit there yeah and it's probably like kind of fun you're like interacting really with people yeah, if you were doing it like in a setting where people are legitimately asking you for drinks and stuff, you yeah, you'd be interacting and stuff like that. So it probably wouldn't suck for whatever little bit amount of money if that's what it was going on. Hmm. Yeah. So so for I'm me, not. this I, I like exploring Second Life, like you said, get like a perspective. Yeah. Just that's me personally. I, I want, I'm curious to know what you guys what what you guys have as far as like the vision for Decentraland. If you don't think it's like Second Life, you know, what do you guys think it is? No. I'd like Decentraland to be a little bit more business orientated. Um, yeah. What do you mean unless, by that? Um, like real world business orientated. So like, you know, interchangeable between the real world and the regular world. Um, kind of like what Maddie's trying to do uh, with this conference. Or the business mm. conferences, yeah. the things I want to do with the clothing, the things I want to do with oh, everything. I want everything to be interchangeable. Things that you would be see useful in real life and you do it in here and they're just as useful. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying they interchange. You know, they're, they're inter- interchangeable. Excuse me, but um, so more, more of like you want it to be like kind of like a. Oh, sorry, not a second. Not good. Fine. <laughs> like a <laughs> what's it called? Almost like a a virtual portal, like an Amazon portal, where like you could do your Amazon shopping on. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. just the, just the internet, and you could walk around it. You know, that to me, that's what I, I envision Decentraland to be. That's what I'm saying. There is definitely room for all the dumb shit, too. Yeah. But I'd hate to start off on the first foot, be like, yeah, we're all about porn and dumb shit. Like, you know, I, mean, I don't want that, you know? I guess I'd, I I kind of want it to be something that's essential, um, that you can't have, uh, you can't do something in the real world without having Decentraland as an option, more so than a game to just kind of mess around, kind of like the business-oriented thing or the online shopping, like, something that is uh like uh used for uh like practically speaking and not just like what frankie said to come in and watch some girl shake her ass for one dollar bills mm-hmm. like i want want like it to be an actual use case uh it's tough for me to compare it to, to second life just because i've never really ventured around in it but um yeah i guess just something that's a little more practical and has a, a better use for it than just kind of messing around but, yeah, one of the ideas that I was talking to to you guys about was, you know, how uh, a conference should, uh, y- you would think a conference in the metaverse would be a lot different than a regular conference like yeah. in the real world. And yeah. we're almost exactly mimicking the real wo- world conference, which I think can be improved. And uh, we're talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. One, of, one of the options to improve that would be that the entire parcel slash estate that you're on 
is the actual slideshow that the that the company presenting made. And so now you have this 3D parcel that is, you know, has animations. It has, you know, anything that you can kind of deploy into a parcel, but that's like one slide of the presentation. And then when mm-hmm. the presenter clicks to the next slide, the entire parcel like just morphs into a new world that represents the next topic in that slide. Right. And yeah. so now instead of having a 2D oh, presentation, yeah, 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 yeah. you have a 3D presentation that showcases the product that you're showing off. Like it, let's say you're talking about um, COVID, right? The actual virus. When you're talking about like the anatomy of the virus, you can show like the 3D version of the virus. And then when you click next, that 3D version morphs into like uh uh, a partition of that of that virus, you can look inside. It'll be like the magic school bus. Yeah, you know? dude, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and you would have like this dynamic presentation that you couldn't get anywhere else. And then once Decentraland activates virtual reality, then you have a place that could really help in in for education. Right, you have a good place for businesses to interact with. Um, yeah. And, like, yeah. this would be an indispensable asset for any business to really showcase their product. That's what I think. I think that 3D models are going to be big for businesses to show off ideas that they want to go forward with in, an like, almost an instant. Because if you know, if you if you code in Decentraland, if you use Blender in Decentraland, you know that you can really put something up quick, you know, and if somebody was... I don't know, a million times better than me at these programs. They could do it quick and they could do it really efficiently and still show you the idea of what they're trying to get across. Yeah, you know? exactly. So somebody doing a presentation like this one and they came prepared with a whole bunch of 3D models to show you exactly what they wanted to get done and they were all animated and did what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It would look great, you know? And I think that is a huge use case in Decentraland. You know what? And, uh, and that idea, business. you can actually do that right now. It's just, oh, yeah, you have to yeah. build. you have to build this application that does that. And then not only that, you can also sell the templates. You know how you can buy templates for like PowerPoint or anything else? Well, you would buy a template for Decentraland and then you can animate that template, you know, however you want to time it to your presentation. Then when somebody who is sleeping during the conference wakes up, you know, 12 hours later to go to the conference, they can show up to the parcel and just click through the presentation. They'll have a 3D version of exactly what happened when everybody was there. And so you have a worldwide conference where... You don't require as a physical, you know, presence to in order to enjoy the conference, right? Yeah, yeah. So these are the things yeah, that we- I thought it was. Um, sorry, well, I, I was just going to say I thought it was a brilliant idea when you brought that up yesterday because uh, not only like obviously education is a big part of it. Um, uh, not only three D models, but if you're uh, someone who's studying plants or animals or a young kid or something like that, you can transport to totally different ecosystems and like check different stuff out and have interactive stuff there. But also when we do these conferences and, and we talk about trying to come up with some sort of entertainment for these conferences. So it's not just droning information over yeah. and over. You can totally switch the scene and you can have like a meta zone game or something like right. that possibly like at the scene and you don't have to teleport somewhere and then bring everyone back you can have it all in one parcel absolutely it, it, it's a fantastic idea i think i don't know from the tech side how close we are to accomplishing something like that but it's going to make stuff so much easier and it will allow you to to uh, operate with less land as a result as well that's right yeah it's it's taking the infinity engine and 
kind of repurposing it for presentations. And then uh, the most important thing about this is technically we can do this. There's absolutely nothing technical that's stopping this. Um, the, the main thing that you need to uh, get over is you want to be able to allow, like create a builder version of presentations where any, like you and I can build a PowerPoint presentation just like, just like anybody else. You should be able to do that for a presentation in Decentraland, right? And so you have to build that functionality and make it easy, you know, when like you're talking about uh, a scene where the sun rises, right? You can actually have a sun rising in the scene as you're talking about it. Right. And so creating the animation should be easy. So that, these are the kinds of things that I'm, I'm, and then once you create that template, you can sell that template, you know, on the open market. Yeah. That's so cool. So, yeah. Um, now that's just conferences. Like what else needs to be updated in, in like, in terms of like frame of thought when it comes to the metaverses? Um, well, that's the thing. I think what you guys just described is literally just, like one experience out yeah. of like an infinite, no, absolutely. infinite like there's already but, designated look like well, we're standing in one right now the conference district that's where all yeah. that's going to go down that, so, that's that's not like the grand vision of decentraland that i was, was kind of like no no no, no I, I totally agree no that's that's yeah. just like one use case but one i'm talking about here. this use case like you would have to you could only experience it in decentraland Right, because yeah, it it it, it enables why, that. Why? Why? Only because that's that's uh basically a virtual three D environment. There's plenty of platforms that provide that, right? Yeah, but the difference is uh, with one click, you're you're in the conference, right? So that's you don't have to download anything like Second Life, uh, same with Sandbox. Well, you know, yeah, but the, here's the thing about that. That's another thing I wanted to kind of talk about on this thing was uh, the client. You know, um, I don't. Are we in need of a client? Because, you know, we can only really handle so much without a client and we can only be so big as a business without a client. So imagine <clears throat> here's here's why a client is is a big deal in, in, in a good way. If you had a MetaZone equivalent team that built a client that's just going to support it, then hell yeah, let's do that. <clears throat> Until like we organize ourselves to the point where we can sustain some of these projects, like yeah. it's, it's just going to be tough. And Yeah. But I'm just saying uh, more as like a concept, as a community, do we need a client um, that yeah. would support more people, let's say separate servers, if we wanted to do uh, like special events, you know, things like that, that, um, you know, let's say as a, like a group of landowners, that that's something that we wanted access to and that we might not be able to get without our own client that we funded ourselves and built ourselves yeah i think the difference know? is quality of life i think that's the only thing that changes right with quality of life that you could sustain 100 people on a single you know server uh, or more um so yeah. if but are there really 100 people right now like that's the question no, but if if, if you there, were to organize something that's what yeah. i'm saying there can be not only the there can be but if you were to organize okay for instance during the the fashion show yeah everybody wasn't able to be on the same server yeah. Now, if we had some sort of client that we all had funded, so like let's say 150 landowners put up a bunch of money and we we funded to have somebody code a client for us, right? And now we have access to that client, its separate servers, and all you know access to to much larger uh, people on one server. So mm -hmm. then you can organize an event that was worth organizing. That's going to bring in 2,500 people at the same time 
and you know you're going to be okay to do that and you can run business while doing that so now when the people get in there now it's not just lag fest that they can get in there they can make transactions they can put up man if you got things up this up for mana and so on and so forth the whole thing works yeah you know what i'm saying so in my head i've been kind of debating in my head if, if that's something that's maybe needed you know and at, from at a soon, business standpoint than later i you know, i, I think it, I think one of the uh, one of the things that really define like progress in Decentraland is the ability to make it into a business because if it's not a business, it's hard to sustain, right? You're donating time, you're donating uh, money, essentially when creating. You're talking about the, the client, though. Yeah, yeah. So, so specifically the client. So, so th- to me, again about that is like it would more like be like a um, almost like a cost of doing business. Like if you want to have an event that has oh, more than a hundred people at it, you can't do it without the client. True. You know, so it's not even worth it for you to run a business if you can't. Like, let's say, okay, for instance, let's say what I want to do uh, is promote shows, right? Let's just go with this one, promote shows, right? Um, and then, so you you um you you want to bring on an event where it's going to be thousands of people that show up, right? But I can't even do, I can't even have a thousand people show up, you know, because right. I know it's going to just crash the whole situation. But I know those thousand people would show up and hang out for the event if I could get it right. right. Well, if that's the cost of me doing business, then I might just have to do that. You know, that's kind of what I'm saying. And, and sure. if everybody is kind of in the same boat with that. Then it's the cost of all of us doing business. And shouldn't we just put up some bread and just take care of that? You know, yeah. that's kind of my thought process. On it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. I, I think that's one of the greatest uh, business cases for a client is like you're about to throw an event and let's say 150 people need to show up or are planning to show up, then that's a yeah. good time to, to pay for that that ability. Um, well, the other thing is too is is like you can't even talk to a company and talking about, well, we don't know if we can. No. It's true. You got to be like, man, check this out. We are about to do X, Y, and Z. We're 100% confident we can run this thing. And, you know, for that reason, that's why you should jump on as a sponsor. But how are you going to tell somebody that, you know, you don't know if you can handle more than 50? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? No, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. How do you have a conference when a maximum of people can show, like 50 people can show up at a, at a single instance, right? That's not a good conference. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is then I, again, is that uh, that crazy to think about, you know, a group of landowners turning around and saying, no, we need a, uh, we need a client and we want our own. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, so I don't know. I've been thinking about that. You know? See, when, uh, when I first got into Decentraland, I really thought that there would be servers supporting Decentraland in a way where everyone can see everybody, no matter what server you're on. Um, and so that hasn't really panned out now from a technical standpoint, even like Fortnite, they, you can only have like a maximum of 100 players, right? Or something like that. And Yeah, even during the uh, events, they have like 100 people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so like when they had their that that um that concert, they had like 10 million people showed up. Well, yeah. 10 million weren't there all at once, right? So That would be too chaotic anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. How Way too chaotic. Ever? I mean, technically, it's impossible to have 10 million people there at once, 1 million at once, 100,000 at once, right? These are all technically impossible. So, like, it's got to be, I was thinking that maybe there's a, a different way of doing this, like a different architecture where you could see everybody at the same time, even if you can't really directly interact with them, but you at least know that they are there, like a ghost version, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
uh, it's that's another quality of life thing. What was the uh, sorry? I obviously missed it, but what was the what's the discussion? <laughs> so we were talking about yeah, whether or not the client makes sense to uh, invest in creating a client. Oh, okay, okay, okay. yeah, because the yeah. client it's just going to take a lot of maintenance, and um, and mm-hmm. that maintenance is like more dev time. And so it's expensive. Well, what I was saying, yeah, exactly. So my, my kind of devil's advocate or whatever you want to call it is more like, um, is that just going to be a cost of doing business for a landowner, like a group of landowners that say like, we know we're going to do big events and we can't do them without our own client. So why don't we just get one, you know? And mm-hmm. if it's going to cost- So we can do big them, events, right? Uh, we could, but we couldn't, like, I'm talking about thousands of people, you know? In the like, same so- realm? Yeah, in the same realm. Yeah, it's, you know, think, say um, thousand people, or or having things render like like that. You know, things like that where you like where you would need the client ability. You know. Yeah, I think uh, like I was talking to some. I can't remember who it was. Maybe August. Maybe Esteban. But one of them was very confident that they can get at least two hundred, three hundred people in the same realm mm-hmm. after some tech uh, implementations. Yeah. And I'm thinking, all right, that's pretty. That's actually pretty good. But even if we were to get a thousand, wouldn't that make like a conference like this? Wouldn't it just be chaotic? You say there was no lag, but there was people just walking over each other. You couldn't even see who you're bumping into. Well, you could put you could put uh, colliders in the right places, then people would never be able to get into places that you don't want them. You know. So, mm. and if you didn't want them up here, you could make a collider so nobody could ever get up here. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not up there. I'm just saying. Um, I don't know. It's just like I'm looking at the screen right now. There's like ten people. Uh-huh. Can you imagine if there's a thousand here, you wouldn't know who's away. Yeah, but then if you were going to have an event with a thousand people, maybe you wouldn't have holding in a building like this. You know, things like That's that true. start being looked at, like the logistics. Like, okay, if this is an event with a thousand people, we're definitely not holding it at the Crypto Valley Conference Center anymore. You know, mm-hmm. That's true. Gonna, That's true. You know, or we'll break the whole this building. You know, these are just these are just land and opportunity kind of. So you know, you could just okay do away with this building, make a bigger building. There's all these little buildings, take those away and make a bigger building. You mm-hmm. know or a bigger area maybe things don't even need to be inside you know i mean yeah. it's not like it's gonna rain yeah that's true that's right <laughs> yeah i was uh i was told leading up to the fashion show that we should be able to get like 100 to 150 people in a realm and obviously that wasn't the case i think we were maxing yeah. out at 50 or 48 even 50 pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. 100 would have been perfect because i think there was like 80 yeah. max concurrent yeah. Yeah, that's, I'm I mean, just saying really, like, like 150 to 200 is great for right now. Um, another thing I had brought up about, like, a client, like, what if we could onboard people right on the client, like, with the whole MetaMask, like, everything involved right there, walks you through it. That makes it, everything a lot easier. That way you wouldn't, like, so you open up this client that you downloaded in this for Decentraland, open it up. The first thing it does is walk you through the whole MetaMask process. And that way, you now have a MetaMask before you even looked at the, Decentraland at all, and then it opens you up into Decentraland, the client version that loads up better and yada yada. Mm-hmm. I, mean, mm-hmm. I think you should be able to use these without even having a MetaMask prompt. Like you're in there <laughs> yeah, with no MetaMask, right. and then yeah. and then there's a, there's the option like the more mm-hmm. at the start, if you're just entering mm-hmm. into a fashion show or a That's conference, a you're not actually entering; you're just watching. First day, yeah. you don't really need to know what the hell's going on in terms of yeah. transactions. You don't need to yeah, know how yeah. to transact. As yeah. you get to know, then you know you learn it, and it's an optional thing. Think, think if of you want to the, stick uh, around, then you'll do it. The new player, right? They show up for this conference. They don't know what Decentraland is. And then they walk outside, and it's like they can just keep going. Like, imagine that experience mm-hmm. is that you, you get to, like, 
you get to like experience the fact that you were at a conference in this world and you can just walk outside to practically infinity as far as you know, right? So uh, that that would be like an interesting kind of thing to watch, right? Yeah, one of yeah, the man. one of the big feedback I got from my friends whenever the uh, launch event was going on was just how massive the world felt to them. You know, yeah. outside of uh, all, I get the- lost in you know I get lost in a sp- like a six parcel area. I, once I lose my eyesight, I'm lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, the- I was out here with my partner Marcus the other day, and he was like, went over there real quick or something like that, and I'm like, uh, where'd you go? Your name's gone. You know, yeah. and so I think that. <laughs> It would be ni- nicer to be able to know your bearings a little bit better. What happened to um question? What happened to on the map? It used to just show the red dots. Everybody that was around. Oh, there was never one like. No, that. it was it was never like. Yeah, it, it was. was never like. It's, it was. So that's going to be no, a future update. Yeah. The mini no, map was, was. Yeah, the mini map was. Yeah, the yeah, mini map. That's true. You're right. You're right. You even oh, open this yeah. map, but I mean, they was first in the beginning yep. you know like when i first used to go visit the block runner when there was no other things yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> apparently they're bringing something like that back yeah they're bringing some back. sort of capacity oh, yeah. Yeah. But, the uh, whole map it's going to show you all the red dots the on the entire map so. yeah i believe so yeah um i know that, so that uh, information is there. i've seen i've seen that information actually on, on a different mm-hmm. page so I, I know it exists yeah. you were saying maddie no no i was just saying Red Nitrous is saying that Minecraft can support thousands of users, so why not yeah. DCL? Yeah. Well, that's a client, so that's that's the question. Ah, oh, true, true, true. Ah, okay. And again, you know, I, I'm not against the client so bad. I, to me, once I saw what a client does on in Second Life and like a third party client that you can kind of customize to do what you wanted to do, I thought that was also genius. Minecraft. That's even more low poly than Decentraland. True. Yeah. True. Well, you know, um. What's it called? What was I going to say? Um, I totally lost it. It's not thought of my thought. Is it Minecraft? So, is I'm it... so dead. It's a half sleep. <laughs> yeah, right. You just woke up. But yeah, um, like Minecraft is exactly. It's a little bit more low, more low party. Um, honestly, I just, I, I don't mind a, a client. I just don't see any, um, I think that a client would be good for it. You know, obviously we don't have a ton of people now, but it's really hard to go to a, a company that you want to support you in this you know like hey you want to grab a sponsorship like well i can't even get your stuff in front of a thousand people you know well i could if this thing could hold a thousand people yeah Yeah, but you can because they're multi-realms right yeah of course but i'm just talking about like an event that you'd want to have everybody in the same you know the things working Mm. all in synchronicity the only issue with a thousand people in different realms is that it it doesn't it's not a good look right you show up and there's like three people in the conference right It, it just doesn't look good Especially to so the sponsor. At the moment, yeah. what they're doing is they're, they're kind of distributing. So they're maxing a server, then they're going to the next. I don't, I'm not sure if that's the best thing to do. Maybe you should yep. kind of yep. see if you can balance it across the servers. At like, at, say you can get them at 30 plus minimum per server, then maybe it's better to do that. Yeah. To just maybe. max it and then yeah. bump into a server of three. I, oh, you but, know what? The update to the map is also going to include, um, it's going to show you all the different people in the different servers. So if the sponsor shows up and sees only two people around, but clicks on the map and, and sees that, oh, there's 50 people here, 50 people there, like, they'll be happy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true, true. I think that we, we, if we did start to fill up several different realms on a regular basis, then I think that maybe the conversation would be different. Maybe we'd be just like not even talking about it so much. 
So what one concept? Well, people were pretty impressed when I was saying that we got seventy nine concurrent and one hundred and fifty nice, people. Yeah, that was nice. That's what I was hearing about too. That was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, was but there. I'm just saying people yeah. were impressed at that. So when I was telling these yeah. people to try and get them on board to do some sort of a talk, they're like, "Oh wow, yeah. that's a lot of people." So from yeah. like the conferencing thing, um, mm. fifty to one hundred is actually a big deal in the crypto space. Maybe you're talking yeah. about like uh, you know musician well, events. You know, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, like, when I got into thinking about and and you know, kind of like talking with musician people and musician events, that yeah, I mean, we're going to be talking about a different kind of number, and mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, it's hard to get people on board for that when you can't really talk that number, you know. Mm-hmm. And those kind of events would be decentralized changing events, in my opinion, like something like that where you could do something super cool that would show it off to a ton of people that would never otherwise look, you know? Yeah. This is sort mm-hmm. of like the same topic of conversation that real, real brought up in, in the sense of that, yeah. like if you're talking about advertising and sponsorships, they're, they're doing CPMs, right. Per thousand, right. I- eyeballs, impressions, impressions. Yes. And uh, so when you're talking about a hundred, 150, it's just not the same. It doesn't have the same impact. Right. So, yeah. so my, the, counterpoint to that argument though is that when you're sending that to a company and you're trying to market to as many eyeballs as possible and you want to say okay a thousand well the hope is that out of that thousand maybe ten percent is part of your target market and you're going to get that ten percent back whereas when you talk to people that are in the nft or crypto space here and you tell them 180 or 100 or whatever that's already people that are directly in their target market and people that they're going to see a return will at least like check out their website. Like it's not Absolutely. like it's, it's not like yeah. it's Johnson and Johnson advertising for uh, crypto people and they're trying to sell baby powder. Like, that, also that's say, the counterpoint. I, I have to also say that um, impressions is a total bullshit metric metric. Mm-hmm. Impression yeah. is literally a glance. So if you're scrolling yeah. through your Facebook yeah. and you go up and down yep. twice or three times across the same thing, that's like an impression. Yep. And the video impressions are even more bullshit because I come from Facebook marketing. So you'll see like some videos get like millions of views, mm-hmm. but it's probably just like people scrolling by the account glances as well as views. And I don't know mm-hmm. how they calculate that, but if you've noticed, it's always just like a, yeah. a, a ridiculously F- high number. Facebook is always inflated. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but so what we have is actually um, clicks and like uh, Anorak made a good point. It's actually targeted traffic. It's, it's way more valuable. And so the yeah, art, it's like a it's, you, can't, it, you can't really call each each person there an impression there must be a better metric we can use um that indicates i think it's just traffic. we need um we we need the land stat that's um time spent at the land i think that's yeah. the best metric possible because it, it's showing you that people are staying and interacting with what you have on the land like mm-hmm. yeah. you can have foot traffic but i might just be passing through your parcel to get to the one that's right next door you know like imagine that doesn't really show you enough yeah. Imagine you can say that there's 200 people that spend 20 minutes each on average on your land. Two. Like how valuable is that? That's like, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. 20 minutes, man. If I, if you get someone to dedicate 20 minutes out of their day to check out something that's on your yeah. land, that's huge. That's like a television program. If you take out the 10 minutes of advertisements. Mm-hmm. It's probably not big for like massive, you know, musician stars and stuff, but it's something very valuable for conferencing at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have you know true, baby yeah. steps to take too. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, we we want to do crypto stuff, and then we want you know and move our way into these other realms. But I'm just, I always want in the, in the whatever it is, the back of my mind, or in you know like in foresight, being like, okay, but the place we want to be is 
you know, huge events with lots of millions, whatever, you know, thousands of people. And, you know, that's what we want to get to, like, in my brain, that's what I would like to get to with, you know, doing events in Decentraland. You know, I'd like them to be yeah. paid. No, yeah, that should be the goal. But I mean, there's, like you said, we just got to take baby steps. We got to go to the markets that are going to uh, come in with the most reasonable expectations right now, mm -hmm. which is crypto and mm -hmm. NFT people, and just kind of branch out from there. Um, yeah. I mean, it's going to take time. Like we always mm -hmm. remind ourselves on these podcasts, like the launch of this February 20th. I know. Like it's going to take things, time. But things move quickly. And that's the thing is that I want to still be, basically, I want, to be in a place where when when the when the situation comes up and we are ready that we had already put together the project you know like all right yeah well we've been ready with that absolutely one. you know that thing's been ready and you know, we just been waiting on you know this to be able to run the situation that we want to put together you know mm -hmm. i'd like to be at that point like you know that's why i keep reaching out to different people and, and you know talk about the little ideas i might have because i'm like hey I might not contact you for a couple of weeks, but I know I want to do this idea. You know, I know I want to run with this. This might not even be possible yet. You know, you know what also might be another metric. Um, if we're doing video streams and Twitter streams, and that's also an audience, that's an outside audience. Yeah. So you have people that are engaged within Decentraland, and then you have people that are watching it in, you know, in live video and in live Twitter. So you may have this multi-channel kind of pitch that you can go to people yeah. um, and tell them. You know, there's like. 1,000 people that watch it on YouTube in 12 hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, that's how I, I think about that concert. I do one of those Twitter streams. I want to get a, a DCL core Twitter stream on my land. Dude, we need, yeah, we need yeah, a no, Twitter we, stream. We'll get, that, we'll get that done soon. I, I'm sure one of these guys in this room can probably help me with that. Could you, could you put a live cam on your land somewhere and record like activity Not just that's yet. going on? Oh. Yeah. Whoa! You're saying that, like, a, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a, yeah, like a, yeah, you could. Mm -hmm. I mean, I Hell mean, does. that'd be that'd be more streaming for me. I might be able to pull it off, but I, that'd be a lot of streaming. Do you know how to oh, stream yeah. on Twitter, Frank? Uh, I guess I can stream on anything, man. I got OBS. I can stream on anything. All but right. The thing is, yeah, I'm running the, running the radio station too, so the two streams at the same. But I'm I'm doing this. I'm in Decentraland. I mean, I'm doing a lot right now. I'm sure I could probably do it. Yeah, the Twitter stream would be next level. I know we can do YouTube. But oh, you said, that, oh, they're, they're doing this in Twitter. Yeah, yeah, we just, here's the thing. Yeah. Okay, we could do that. But then I, it's like, I would, it would have to be certain ones that I'm not a part of because I'd have to be recording it. Yeah, but that's when I wonder if we can have like another another laptop or another computer. Yeah, so yeah, you can log yeah. into a different account and that's watching the screen and you're recording his view. Oh, you know what? I can do that. My roommate, uh, I'm trying to think though, because all the stuff is on this computer. Mm -hmm. I can put OBS on that computer. I got to talk to it. It's not, it's not mine. I'm, I'm already using somebody else's computer. Yeah. In my head. That's cool. This is another event. <laughs> Marcus is building a computer soon. I think uh, I got a couple Man. guys that are building computers. I'm doubting this um, Marcus guy exists. He was supposed to give us a, a rundown. Yeah, on he's, supposed be, he's supposed to be in here. He's supposed to be in here right now. He's not. <laughs> but he is, you uh, know what happened, Matt? A computer. He has a ton of... Uh, of right. video cards over there because I built a miner that, that didn't end up working out. So we got a bunch of like good computer equipment over there. He's going to build something. Yeah, yeah, cool. Is he your roommate? He's oh. like my best friend. I've known this, we, we, we did everything together. You know what I'm saying? Like I've known this kid since I was like seven years old or something. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> What's some topics we had to discuss today? Well, uh, we, we gathered because mints, all the mints on the NFTs, unminted NFTs. Yeah. And that, and we wanted to bring on some people who wanted to come on last Saturday 
and they didn't they couldn't show up today so all oh, right yeah. so let's call them out by name point. so they could feel shameful for their <laughs> go ahead will uh, name drop no i'm just kidding don't do that like coin <laughs> moses <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i had a really weird dream just before i woke up really? it was because i man was about to beat up one of our guests and oh, i did not know why oh, no, it was just a random weird. guest and he was about to start shit and he was just like really serious about meeting oh. up in person during covid and fighting it out and i was like dude settle down oh, sure was I man, and not me. yeah you're 100% sure it was Iron Man and not me. It was 100%. Man, That's like my personality. about this podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, dude, it was weird. I didn't know I was putting out that tough guy vibe. <laughs> I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware. That's cool. Oh, DCL is life. Oh, man. Dude, we were talking about that kind of before you got here, Maddie. Like, uh, you know, we, we, we briefly went over our second life venture and stuff. <laughs> I, I, I was telling them like i think decentraland is eventually gonna go this route but i reckon it was a lot of fun just having voice enabled and you can yeah. talk to each other and it was yeah. just like stupid funny yeah you guys yeah. were having um, fun right i was having fun you know, <laughs> dude, that was off my ass off yeah, I don't I, think Second Life is that bad, like, you know. No, I think, no, and there's a bunch of cool stuff, like, all the stuff that Marcus was telling me about, is like, it was, like, way cool, like, all Star Wars world, and, you know, this, that world, and people put these things together, I just, I didn't, I don't know how to get into the right ones, you know, it's like. But it's I think it's similar to cool Decentraland in the sense that there's different events, yeah. and if you, you got to go to those events on the specific mm-hmm. time, that's when you see and bump into everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you see Maybe some, some places that have 50 people or more, you know, on mm-hmm. some of them. You know, so, you know, it's a thing, you know? So there needs to be some kind of, like, enrolled display for these events, I guess, for Decentraland, because that's mm-hmm. what the Second Life has. It tells you exactly, like, the destination yeah, where, event and yeah. how many people are there. Kind of yeah, like what the calendar yeah. shows. But, so like, in-game. Way, in-game, yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. I think, uh, I thought that's what I heard. Yeah, right? Do, they're going to do that in Genesis Plaza. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we found everything, like, their little tutorial is basically their Genesis Plaza. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I saw a lot of parallels, a lot of comparisons. So. I, I just didn't like the realism, though. I thought it should be more fantasy yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, it, well, was, think- it was cool, but it wasn't... Uh, like, talking to you guys was fun, but, like, looking around, I was like, oh, well, it's uh, just buildings and things, you know? Like, this would be cool if... Yeah, but I think, again... Yeah, I think again that there's there is uh, a bunch of stuff like that there. I think we just gotta find it. It's not just it's not like straightforward. Like you walk in there, like oh, this is this and this is that. Like there's a bunch of like side groups of people that are doing their own thing and creating their yeah. own crazy little world. So you gotta find that. You know, didn't someone it's sell a, get into. a spaceship for a million dollars in Second Life? What did they? Yeah, I that's one of the the legendary like the, articles yeah, yeah, is that right. they sold a million dollar spaceship in in Second Life. Really? Yeah. What does that mean though? What, what can you do with it? You know? Shit, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's why that dude next to me, um, when I first you, when I first bought my land. NFT? No, yeah, I mean exactly. It's, I hope so. We get something. You don't get anything Jeez. besides like the I guess that asset that is centrally owned. Let me see if I can find that article. Yeah, like, like, yeah, but when I first moved into uh, my my parcel, my uh, was that negative 67, negative 114, there's a guy over there that's building like a huge, or at the time with the builder was building a a rocket ship and like a rocket 
don't know, like a space station set off thing. And that maybe that's what he was trying to get at, you know, like the whole mm -hmm. sell the rocket shit for mad money. I don't know. Did you guys see that post by, I think it was Mike Laurie? Mike Lawrence? Mike Laurie? Yeah, Laurie. But yeah, yeah. And he was saying something Lowry. along the lines. Lowry, yeah. He was saying something, something along the lines of he was, him and like they've got these space something builds in like Second Life and some other projects. And he wanted to bring that to Decentraland. That sounded pretty legit. Let me see if I can pop it up. If we minted more land, but it was space land, stop like that. Like, like, like hey, you know what would be cool? Instead of hey, instead of more land, but be built up. You know what oh, I'm saying? Or even build down. Down. Down, down to both. Both. Dude, I want a sketchy yeah. sports book so bad. Like an underground sports underground book so stuff? bad. Yeah, where you yeah. can like, bet on sports and watch the games. The underground stuff should just be for real, like our dark web. Like You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Central is dark web. You go underground. Like, it's hey, only accessible by whatever. VPN yeah, or some yeah. shit. You got to have tour. You know, underground. <laughs> That's sick, man. And like, oh, it, it doesn't show up in events. You can only find it through being in Decentraland <laughs> no, and talking to people. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these are things like, can you do this if you have a different client and you mess with the display of what that I NFT would, would represent? Like, could you? I would bet. I would bet that, that yeah, I would bet that you might be able to do. I, I don't know what the ins and outs of that, especially with the NFT, like the land being an NFT. But I wonder if you could, you know, go lower and go higher with a client, mm -hmm. you know? Even um, things like I was also thinking being on an island and then the surrounding could be like water or sky and or decent like could be like an island. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, because some of you in space and the crypto voxels recently as well. They oh, just nice. built, they just made the central genesis or original land uh, piece an island. So they just added water to the edges. I don't think yeah. you can build on that, but have you seen the uh, water at Serenity Island Casino up there no, outside of yet. Vegas? That's a, yeah. that like that's pretty good looking. That oh, was really? Water, yeah. yeah, that's the nicest what? one around. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let me. That's some good aqua. Let me see the locations yeah, real quick. Let me the location. Um, it's way it's up north. Way up north. It is. This is where I was trying to get land for the longest time from um, Belly Roadmaster. Right Negative uh, 57, 139. Hey, where'd that yep. guy go, Billy Roadmaster? He was developing, he was paying someone to develop a casino for him for a while. Um, I I think, he, I don't know if he just dropped off, if he dropped the project, but he was never really active in the public channels. He was always oh. like, if you DM'd him, he'd respond. But um, yeah, I haven't heard from him lately, really, because I stopped trying to buy some of his land he had up there. Did he have some land connected to or close to? He's, he's got a lot of land. Um, he's got the. I the, think I was negotiating. With he's him. got the estate that's shaped kind of like an uppercase E that borders the um, Serenity Island Vegas. and uh, the Coliseum. Yeah, right outside of Vegas. Um, like in between, Maddie. It's like right off the edge of your mall, almost up thing, off right? University. It's, it's like place, further. Further towards Vegas. I can't see your screen, Frankie. Oh, I think you're talking about this. Yeah, but he's got a big piece of land. And he's no, got, I can see his uh, screen. He's got 19 parcels. I think it's got to be this. But man. he was developing a casino, and I was actually talking to him about um, 
getting a parcel inside of his casino and putting a metazone game in there way back when um but his his plans are a little too far out for where uh, i wanted to be with um my land at the moment i was gonna have to wait quite a while so i didn't want to be splitting profits with him uh yeah from february on but yeah he's got a uh, pretty big plans up there that area is nice there's not much land for sale up there either i believe the new casino is somewhere around here i went to it earlier today it's nice is there any parcels connected to Vegas for sale anymore, or are they all gone? Connected to Vegas? You said yeah. roadside? Yeah, the roadside ones. You know, yeah, you like... I think it's Napoleon has this little six-piece, seven-piece estate up here, unless he sold it. Oh, no, he sold it. 148K mana. Oh, yeah. On April 18th. It was a seven-piece with one, one parcel touching right off oh, yeah. the edge of these casinos we're talking about up here mm-hmm. uh, i always knew these prices will blow up the ones specifically next to vegas i yeah, think it's more like, activity, like the moment people start using those casinos yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah I was, gonna buy one, I was gonna buy like this one or something like that recently but i didn't want those is there has there been any uh like numbers released as far as the casino transactions and stuff like that oh they're still not doing live transactions as far as uh when Matic releases, so they're releasing when Matic releases, I believe that's like May something. Um, they're gonna do a tournament over this weekend and we're gonna do um like a roulette tournament. And so I'll oh, go yeah. in there, I'm gonna put everything on 23. It's my birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah so this that... tournament this weekend, and then whoever wins the tournament is gonna get like a little bit of money. It's Matic, I think. And then um I believe when Matic goes live, then they go live with their games. that's going to be exciting to watch because as far as like dApps goes and all the other blockchain platforms gambling and casinos is always like the first thing that blows up yeah yeah especially with tron tron with eos even Mm -hmm. ethereum all of them you know yeah it's just gambling apps i guess they're easier easy to make like a gambling app Um, the Mm -hmm. casinos don't look easy to make at all they're very they're actually beautiful creations But I'm I'm curious to see if that demographic like shifts into this metaverse experience, whether or not the metaverse yeah. version of gambling like offers anything that they want. And it does, I think it does offer that kind of vi- the visual experience of a casino. You know, I I used to work yeah. with uh, Mohegan Sun Casino for years. And, yeah. Um, like it definitely gives you that kind of feel of being in a in a casino. You know. Wasn't Baus talking about how they're gonna have they have some kind of like provably fair like a way to display that like their games are not rigged yeah, that's what he does. yeah yeah exactly and that, that's gonna be i think in the future a big big deal for him is that they have uh like it's open you can see their 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 um things and like you know in casinos that's a big huge deal for people about yeah. how um because it's always rigged they're like oh it's all rigged and they're all there you know so if you could see it I mean, it would make you feel like it's less rigged. I know that you would probably still feel this rigged, but you would still go in there and spend your money because that's an addiction. <laughs> so. That's the that's the thing about like dudes like Baus, um, yeah. and people that are putting in really a lot of time and effort and money into this stuff is like they're not going to scam people for the short term. 
like people like yeah. that that are really developing stuff they're going to want to be in business long term so they're not going to come out of the gates with something that's going to scam people because like we're not dumb we're going to know if we're getting scammed on stuff mm-hmm. we're all going to talk to each other like I, I trust guys like that that are active community members the same way I do with like land sales and stuff because they're not going to tarnish their reputation, something that they're building. They've spent so much time and money to build up. Like, I mean, there's obviously going to be some some people out there like we were talking about on Saturday on our roundtable. Like, how do you prevent someone that from making a knockoff uh, Decentral Games um, um, slot machine mm-hmm. that looks yeah. identical mm-hmm. but is something that scams them. I think that's the bigger exactly. issue as opposed to if you're on Decentral Games land uh, worried about being scammed. Agreed. Yeah. I think that's where you stand out as a brand. Or exactly. Yeah, and that's Absolutely. what I Man's been preaching for this whole time is that you yeah. Know, when yeah, you have like gambling on some random brand name, place. like your, your your name status starts to become your value. Mm-hmm. You know? Just like anything else. Yeah. yeah, but again, this platform isn't open for everyone to build on. In the sense that, mm-hmm. it's really people that have put in money that mm-hmm. can build on their land. So I don't think you'll get many trolls that are imitating others. It'd be just stupid. Yeah, because we just report them anyway, like collectively. Yeah. And but what happens when they get reported? That, that nothing, right? Nothing yet. It's just like nothing a yet, community but... blacklist. Like we're all aware of like who the bad actors are. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it'd be kind of at this point right now. I think it'd be kind of tough to get anything done if anybody, if everybody wasn't trying to help you out, you know. Like if everybody was actively not trying to help you out, it'd be kind of tough to get anything done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing. These the models of blockchain and and investing in a token have is that mm-hmm. even though you may not make money in game, the fact that you have mana, land, wearables, etc., makes you very invested in helping each other and build the platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, for me, I have mana, right? And I'm like pushing as many events as I can. And I'm not getting paid for them, but the, I am indirectly in the sense that if I can increase the mana value, then yeah, I'll get paid for them. Mm-hmm. So we're all in the same boat in the sense that we have land, mana, wearable. So we're putting out content, helping each other. <laughs> I kind of like that part of um, being built on blockchain. Yeah, everything's aligned. Mm, everything's aligned. But I think the one thing I haven't been able to see someone solve is how do you get these blockchain projects past the whole phase of early investors? How do you onboard new people in masses um, that are interested but don't really have the same stake as being an early investor? Is it still as enticing for them? Well, it depends on the service, right? That's why I haven't seen like, anything. Like Coinbase. Coinbase is bringing in new people all the time. Oh, no, I'm talking about a, like these dApps that you got like early NFT investors, you can you can invest yeah. in you know, finance token or whatever. Well, that's that's what I'm talking but, about. It's like the usability of the NFT. If you create a game where the NFT is a is a game, then yeah, you're always going to bring in new people because they want to play the game. But if the NFT yeah. is there for speculation, yeah, the early people are going to benefit. Everybody else is going to lose just because you're in early. So it's it's all about the utility of it, right? An NFT. Is, is rare, but who cares if nobody cares about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I, th- I think a big part of it, too, is um, like a lot of responsibility falls on people like us and a lot of the people that are in this uh, Crypto Valley room right now, like uh, Red and Norminal and people that come out for all this stuff. Uh, it's on us to build relationships with newcomers and 
make them feel like they're included in this stuff because that's what people are going to come back for more than to get a profit is that sense of inclusion and i think that's something that i see with axie infinity a lot like you have these different little guilds and groups popping up all the time because there's this competitiveness and this friendly competition among all the different users and i think more than a profit people are going to come back for for um the relationships that they form within the uh yeah. within decentraland and these other metaverse projects yeah i've noticed they have quite a lot of um guilds and things New yeah Twitter accounts will pop up absolutely they just have uh i mean they're are there any the project benefits? is easy are there Go any ben benefits to their guilds other than just like maybe so, like what do they like pull axes together to yeah kind of like that's what they do, right? So, so Axie GG is obviously the biggest one, and um, they're going to be speaking. Uh, if you look on the back wall over where Normanol is with his hot dog hat on, if you look at the back wall there, you can see the picture of uh, Chief and the little purple logo there is the Axie GG logo. Uh, okay, they're going yeah. to be speaking at the conference. Um, so I awesome. encourage everyone to, to swing by and hear him. But uh, what they offer that um, you can't really get if you're an independent user is they have like this giant library of axes and they have like this account where you can just kind of share axes and if you're thinking about buying one from your for yourself you can go and like practice with it and use it before you make a purchase and they also they, they also set up practice sessions with each other so you drop in and as opposed to playing a ranked session where you're trying to get better and you don't want to lose like your ranked points and your uh top spot in the in the season standings you can go and practice offline with these guys and they're mm -hmm. some of the best in the game so they they have the services that they offer for um for i guess kind of the subscription not subscription but uh being a, a member of the guild there we're going to get them some sort of decentralized presence i reckon like a training room or something where you just Dude, like they all yeah, that would be cool they, as hell. Yeah, they all want three D axes. They all want to see three D axes in Decentraland, kind of like the three D axes is is I think difficult to do because there's a lot of money involved in making that sort of sort of a process. Yeah, but I think as absolutely. a start, just to get them energized about what Decentraland can do, just have a room like this where on the big screen you have someone streaming in their video gameplay. And they can come yeah. in and chat and give feedback on how to do it better and, and yeah. have like they, posters of different sort of like... reading axes and different stuff yeah. around the place. So new people can come in, learn, they can host tournaments, we can watch the tournaments live. Yeah, you I can always know. know, like, let's say that, that Axie GG had a, had a streaming account that they just all would stream to whenever they were streaming. They right? do. They go on sure Live. Let's say, mm -hmm. yeah, so let's say they do that, right? So then you put that stream up in a place like this. Let's say it's on a let's say it's a smaller situation. Let's say it's on three parcels or two parcels or something like that, right? And you pull up and you got the live of them going. Let's say you got a Twitter feed on the other side of that wall of something going on, you know. And then you know it could just give you a lot of information about what's going on in Axie and what Axie GG guys, you know. I think that'd be something cool. You know? I agree. That would be sweet to host like a watch party. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Like watch so and so take on this other big player from this other guild. That'd be yeah. sweet. Yeah. Watch Yan like Yankees, Red Sox hey, type thing. Yeah. I got to announce Marcus has showed up. Han Solo's here. <laughs> oh, that, he's been in for <laughs> a little That's the while. real Marcus. Uh, this is the real thing right there. <laughs> What's up, Marcus? Yeah, there's a lot of people up here. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to fill up a little bit. Sounds good. Norman, <clears throat> you see 
Norman was telling me he swapped his barbarian helmet for a hot dog hat just because I've been trying to get it off oh, him for man, a while. The hot dog no, hat. he's messing around. But... I did look into that hot dog hat. The, um, the hot dog hat and the alien hat are the same dude. And uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, what do you call it? He hasn't. I don't think he sold any of his stuff. You know, the, the the creator of the of the items. Oh, right. You know, they get the thirty percent. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe they that guy has sold either of his items. Who's the creator? Do you know? Just uh, I didn't. Uh, it's a number, I think. Oh, gotcha. Just open yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, it's a number. But I did notice that he he has a quite a bit of both. I don't. If he sold any of them, he sold one or two of each. You know. Uh, speaking of that watch party idea, uh, just to throw this out there, Korv is actually working. He's like preemptively creating a meta in preparation for this video streaming stuff. So yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go out and say it. I don't think Korv exists. <laughs> I don't think he's real. He never comes out. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, last time, no, no. On Saturday, Will was no, like, no. "No, man, Cora's wild busy. He don't got time for nonsense like this." And then, like two seconds later, you look to your right side, and, like Cora's standing right there, like. Man, he's standing right here. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm like, God. so good. It was so perfect. Like, the timing AI. was unreal. <laughs> yeah, I think but, I so, think he showed up because we'll like just posted the link in the team chat or something. Yeah, yeah. Drop so he's out. like, all right, yeah, I'm dropping in just to check it out because yeah, he, he's yeah. really impressed by this, you know, like this whole I mean, in-game audio streaming thing. So yeah, yeah, now he's he's yeah, like I said, well, you guys just voiced out your. Uh, you know, vision of watching live esports things and stuff. I think that's like perfect. You I know? agree. Yeah. Is he working on something like that? Yeah. He's... Yeah. Well, like a meta to support something like that. So then it would be up to us to kind of like organize an actual watch party, right? Something to actually. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is like Corv, Corv is just a creator, just like everybody else is a creator, you know, on MetaZone. So if somebody wants to make their own uh, video streamer. Like you mm -hmm. can do it, right? There's this is like a completely open market. And Oscar's just like, you know, just ahead of the game in terms of like recognizing like there's a there's a space for his creations, right? So he's just doing it, but yeah. that doesn't mean nobody else can. Yeah, who's to mm -hmm. say somebody doesn't make? It's like I'm in. Like okay. I'm in. I was talking to um, I was talking about possibly making that globe a meta, right? And I was like, you know, that'd be cool. Like if it was a skin for the for the beatbox or whatever, right? Yeah. And you're like, what if you just made your own yeah. beatbox and it was a it was a globe and it is so better than Corpse? Yeah. You know? And I was like, Absolutely. Yeah, it, it definitely I don't know if I like that idea that much, but still I, I see the, <laughs> the idea, you know. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, it's it's open to anybody's like interpretation yeah. of, of a meta, you know? Yeah, yeah. How um how close is Corv to having crypto zombies ready, or crypto zombies, Corona zombies ready for like a little trial run from the community? So, are we, so are we are we weeks away? A month? Two months? I would say weeks, just because what happens is, um, so obviously he's the main developer in MetaZone, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's making all this like other cool meta stuff, right? So, uh, what he does is basically put out fires that occur, like the the uh, game ending fires, like. Let's say because one time Decentraland updated uh, the SDK and all our metas disappeared. Every single one. Gone. Right? And so that was like a huge problem, right? Obviously. So uh, he had to spend time figuring out like what happened and turned out that Decentraland, the team, updated the SDK, changed a name of the variable, right? If you say like a variable, the name of a variable is, is a, call it X. They changed it to Y 
and didn't even document it. So you had to look at their code to see like what the hell happened. And by by doing that, like it literally de- basically deactivated the existence of these metas. And so some of the, sometimes and that's what I mean. Like if you create a client, things like that is going to happen. Like the client will stop working because there was an update to an operating system. And uh, so so Oscar Corv, he's really focused on like putting out those those game changing fires. And then when he has time, he he makes the the metas right. And so for CZ, that's probably going to take another couple of weeks for it to be done because right now he's going to add waves to it and then he's going to add different types of zombies. Um, And then the last thing is a menu of weapons. So you're going to have more than the pistol um, available to use in the game. Mm -hmm. No, that's sweet. I had had someone asking me today about hosting a, a meta tournament with um, Corona zombies and stuff. And they wanted to donate prizes to that. I was like, well, I don't know how close we are to, to um, for uh, the MetaZone guys to have that stuff completed, but um, we can definitely plan something. So when oh, it's yeah. ready to go, we can kind of hit the ground running. No, absolutely. Obviously, you guys have something in the works for uh, to debut all that stuff too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, because we want this to be like a Corona zombie owner event. So it's not just like, uh, yeah, just like focused on one yeah. one parcel right so so we'll we'll definitely do something huge for that also to add on to that is uh core with his intentions for corona zombie is like he's he's trying to make an actual game within decentraland that has enough replayability on the merits of its own gameplay you know meaning like he's he's hoping to create a game where you don't have to incentivize players purely off of like nfts or you know, lottery pools, stuff like that, in order for you to come back and play them. He wants to make it a game where it has an actual, like, player progression feeling to it where you, you want to come back so you, you feel like you're progressing in the game and you're getting better and, you know, you have a reason to log in every day. I think that's why it's going to take a little longer, you know, to yeah. kind of, like, pull that off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to make it sound like I'm criticizing the timeline of it or anything. It's no, I get more so no, for just, sure. I, I meant to bring it up earlier and I figured it would be a good uh, platform with some people listening. Yeah. So, open, uh, open NFT is saying that he talks to core more often than he talks to his girlfriend. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's progress. That's the central progress right there. Your girlfriend must yeah. be kind of pissed at you. Though. <laughs> <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So this conference, uh, Maddie is tomorrow. Um, I don't know. The timing's a little whack for me. It's oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, two. Oh, what does that work out? Two, for, it's already Wednesday, nine thirty a.m. for me. So it's two thirty uh, UTC. Is it, today, is it today for you then? Yeah. Uh, it's it's tomorrow for me. It's Thursday, one a.m. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. That's rough. Uh, I'm just doing uh, night shifts now. I'm thinking. Just like sleeping during the day and being awake during the <laughs> night because it's just more efficient. Well, Maddie, I got I thought of you the other night when you tell me that uh the people were like hearing the radio all fuzzy and I yeah. jumped up out of my sleep and I was like, Oh shit, hold on, let me fix this shit real quick. And I just ran in here. I thought you did. Like, I was like, It's all it's all good, man. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> I thought you did because I remember you was like uh, hold up a fix. I was like, wait, aren't you mid bed right now? Like half asleep? Yeah. Oh yeah. I just hopped right out of bed. Just took care of that real quick and went back to bed. 
that's like me man i wake up sometimes at like 2 a.m and then some land deal i was trying to close the guy gets back to me and i'm like oh shit it's going down yeah. and then i oh, that's that sign, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure that's a sign yeah it's hard to i don't know it's one of these things where i'd rather just be awake 24 7 but you can't you yeah. just gotta pick and choose the my phone is next to me so if it's something like that like it was that to me that was that that was important i said you know that mm. it can't be playing in the crypto valley you know convention center like shit so like you know Mm-hmm. two seconds wake up all it was was hitting a button like it's kind of hard to explain but sometimes when my uh screen and i'll and i'll figure this out soon actually when my screen goes to a screen save or something like that i think it kind of changes the audio oh, and right. sometimes it'll do that um with that little with that the way i got this mixer thing which mm-hmm. is this thing uh these are different audio outputs and then sometimes they get fuzzy so if i just like go in one it gets better. It just fixes it. It's no problem. Right, so right, right. that's what will happen that night. Actually, no, that night was weird. Something happened with the with the program. I just reset the program. Whatever the case, usually it's not that bad, you know. So it's all good. It's nothing it's to a, wake up like real quick and go do that. Yeah, it's not. It's like all right, cool. So did you yeah. guys? You guys wanted to have some kind of discussion about NFTs, right, or wearables <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, that was supposed to be the main I mean, topic, I believe. I believe mean, the main topic was was unminted NFTs and stuff like that. Isn't that yeah, every I conversation? To talk about that was some of the some of the people that we had the True. debate with in the Discord, like um, Moses and some other people, but they didn't end up showing up. Clark Kent yeah. to Clark Kent. Oh, let's just ask he, the question. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so, out there. Uh, I guess the question we're talking about right now is whether or not the Decentraland team should mint the remaining wearables um, of the ones that are already available because as some of these wearables say out of 10, out of 100, 1,000, 5,000, there's still some out of that total number that haven't been minted. So the debate today was whether or not they should mint those remaining items. Is it because they had they were never claimed from like the in-game events? They were never claimed That's from correct. the contest. So like there's a lot. It's not just a little bit. Um, yeah. The original masks, um, those ones only like, I don't know, the late, the law, the late, uh, how do I say this? The latest number I see is like 30 on any of those. Exactly. And with like my theater mask, there's 95 more, you know? Shit. Yeah. And with the clown nose, there's 96 more. Mm-hmm. So are people actively asking them to miss the rest of them, or no? No, absolutely opposite. not. Nobody wants to miss <laughs> them. Nobody wants that, right? <laughs> so everyone is saying that they don't want them to mint it, mint them, mm-hmm. and instead they want them to create new wearables entirely moving forward. See, that's and not I the think, way I feel. I think they I, should be given out as prizes, but but yeah, be treated I, I, like be treated like the, what they are and be in good prizes, you know. Yeah, I feel like I'm the only one in the camp that's saying that they that they should mint them um, as opposed to create new ones. But I don't, when I say that, I don't, I'm not saying that like they should just mint them all and just drop them on the market. I'm saying they should use them as some sort of incentive to grow the platform. Mm. And, and the, the issue that I'm having with this debate, and it's becoming more and more apparent, is that the conversation of what's best for the platform is isn't really what we're debating the debate was whether or not they should 
mint more and devalue the wearables that are already on the market because whether or not they mint more wearables or they create new ones it's not going to impact the future success of decentraland at all like you might piss five people off ten people off but as far as like the functionality of decentraland goes it's not going to affect it at all so the debate that we're having isn't what's best for the platform it's what creates the most valuable the most value for the wearables i already have in my wallet and that's where it's frustrating hold on hold on on. because i i I do have this like there is a little bit of a different angle too like Mm -hmm. um the wearables market you know for some people is decentraland so Mm -hmm. to them i guess you would be changing the game you know um and that's where i would argue i mean not to say that it should be like that but um, you know, you got a lot of people who, who have invested time, money, effort, and they, they, they like the way it's going, you know? So then if you were to dump like a bunch of these old wearables now onto the market, say, I don't like the idea of dumping them on the market. If you use them as prizes, I, I'm like, yeah, I don't like the, I don't like the word dump. shit to me, yeah, you know, I don't like the, but yeah. like, if you just made them available in a presale, I think that'd be such a, like a, it's like a kick in the balls. It's like, a, damn, what, what were we out here doing this for? You know? What if they made them at a pre-sale price that was like no. 50 or 100% more than what you mask, paid for them? Mask, absolutely not, no. The, the the Christmas, maybe, but the mask, that would be disrespect to me. Because that's like, yo, that was, a, that was the first meetup that people got those masks at. Mm-hmm. Like, no one was even in the game. It was like, that's why there's only like thirty something of, of you know each each of each well, one of those. Because if you guys look yeah. at what happens historically in games, so for RuneScape, right? Obviously, there's no blockchain involved, but they just have yeah. that release, that one release. The party hats were dropped during that one day or whatever, and they don't drop them again. That's the yeah. whole cool part of it is that you and a bunch of others were part of that thing that day. And that's what and I, I know. Thought it's a bit different be because like, we yeah. have it's a bit numbers. different because we have different mechanics. And yeah, we have numbers, yeah. but like historically that's what's made those things special was that it was that day and it was the people that were involved that created the story behind it and it stays with them um but at the end of the day like we have a ton of wearables as well that like you said can be used as prizes but then again it's the same thing as adding to the supply taking away that story from and value exactly you know i think that there's at least for the beginning ones like like i said the 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 mass man the mass you had to live through that. It was hard to navigate that that little meetup. We were on the on the live. Me and yeah. Will, I mean, we were on the live. I could I barely that. do anything. We were getting stuck at green walls. Standing there as a collective, <laughs> like seven people stuck at the green wall. Yeah, yeah but that see, that's the thing. For launch, that was the same story for a lot of people as well. And, like and for the and for the um it. uh the Christmas stuff. Like I didn't make it through. I didn't make it to any of the Christmas stuff because I was working at the time. And it was being laggy. So I didn't have the, the time to sit through, through the lag. And I was just like, you know what? Whatever, you know? And I'm, I kick myself all the time for that one because that one was where a lot of people got some really good mythics. So, real good. so the, like, I get, like the points you guys are making are all perfectly fine. Like it's all, mm-hmm. I understand where you guys are coming from on everything. Where the, if it's for a specific date, like that should be, uh, the people that showed up should be rewarded. And then the uh, something that was brought up was like, well, I don't want them to drop all the extra launch T-shirts or whatever in two years. And my counterpoint to that, like, apparently someone was saying that there's still launch T-shirts that haven't been minted or something. I don't know which ones they're talking about. But my counterpoint to that was, how cool would it be if in 10 years 
they did some sort of like 10 year anniversary and they came out with all these other nostalgic type wearables from way back in the day. Like, I'm not saying everything has to be released in like two months, but I am saying like from the, from the jump, you were told it's out of how many, like, it's not like they're printing more than, than what they said. Like, I, I guess for me, my major issue is that people are arguing that this is going to benefit the platform and it's not, it's only going to benefit what you're holding. And if that's the case, see, just argue that like, that's nah, like, see, to me, the, the benefit, the platform part is because, though. yeah, exactly. It's because again, the, let's say the, the five of us here, we're all invested in different ways with land, with business projects and what so have you, but some people just have wearables and to them, that is really what's going on. And, if they want to be involved in that and that's the thing to them, then, you know, um, excuse me, that's not even what I was trying to, trying to get at either. It's also a half a million dollar market mm-hmm. on its own. See, well, so I think that you got to have to like pay some like respect to that. Like there's like, cause otherwise like some of that is um, drawing its own attention. So wearables is drawing attention from other crypto projects, other NFT projects, the people looking at like Decentraland. Cause it's like, damn, why are the clothes a half a million dollar market? You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think there's also, something to it, you know? So, um, um, one quick, quick interjection. Um, it, it sounds like maybe there's a flaw in the minting design of these wearables that people are haven't really figured out yet. Meaning, like, what, what's driving the value in your eyes, Frankie, to these early adopter wearables that you possess? Is it is it the one out of a hundred status of it or the actual title of it being like a legendary or a myth oh, there's, or there's so many different factors it's 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 yeah it's one of, it depends on the what one out of a hundred depends on its popularity what people like um like i said I, with this hat that i'm wearing the creator owns 30 of them is he but, ever gonna sell them yeah but you know? see okay but what i'm saying is yeah there might be like 60 of a certain mass that you have in existence but the it says on OpenSea that there's potentially a thousand of them could it no 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 what I, what I know but that's what i'm saying about the million of millions of factors like like okay let's just break down this hat this hat is one of a hundred right um it was a creator hat the creator was given 30 and he still has the 30. Mm-hmm. so not to say that it's only 70 that, that exists but there's only 70 exists right now you know um yeah, and then you go, you go kind of from there you know what i mean like it, it's it's like you you start to factor in all these all these little variables and that's how you so you're saying what, if satoshi like, dumps his bitcoins it, you know I mean? it, it's gonna drop what was that you're saying if satoshi dumps his bitcoins it's gonna drop the value Greg, right I, I, i'm not 100 percent sure what you're trying to get at like so like for example if like i created that, that hat and i yeah. i earned the 30 mints of it it's like Satoshi yeah. mining his own Bitcoin. Oh, no, no. It's just that it's historically with the creator project stuff, it's just after they, they get rid of them is when you really start to see what the, what the item is going to do. So like with the Bitcoin yeah. glasses, right? We were waiting on them to drop, but they were going for this. They were going for that. And then finally, when the, when the creator got rid of his stack, you know that that's kind of where we're at now. We're at 2000. And then it went from there. Now we're at 47. So is that so um, yeah, I get what you're saying about that stuff. Going back to the to the point of to some people, the wearable market is what Decentraland is. 
I can make an argument that those people are a detriment to the platform. There's a lot of people that trade wearables that don't even have a name claimed in their wallet yet. And for those people, like they're all they're doing is raising prices on stuff and, and trading stuff and hoarding and scamming new people that come in and making them pay more than what the stuff is really uh, supposed to be priced at because they're basically creating a whale market or whatever you want to call it. And I can make an argument that those people are, are more of a detriment than a benefit to the platform right now. Like, I, I think that there's a lot of different ways we could look at this. Um, and Frankie, I really understand what you're saying about the launch events and how it should be unique to that stuff. And and if you struggled through the early days, you should be rewarded for it. Um, but the, the issue that I really had with everything today is that everyone that seems to be arguing against me on this minting stuff says that it's to benefit the platform. They're also the people that sit there all day and just buy and sell wearables and stuff. Mm, and none of them said, really gave me a point as to how it benefits the platform. I don't expect them to, but I'm telling you from somebody who is involved with the whole platform mm -hmm. that has benefited it in the fact that it's brought eyes to the subject. For instance, Han Solo, that's my best friend. He's sitting in here because I made a lot of money on wearables. Otherwise, he's not sitting here. Yeah, and but how- So on how, and so how, forth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not saying it's it's a perfect model, but people have put eyes on the project because of wearables. Not just people that are friends with me. All you have to do is look at the volume. But it's, how number, does, it's how, like number 13 on OpenSea. It's bigger than games, wearables. How does not minting more hurt the platform? I'm not saying you're going to take away any. How does- Not, not minting does more? Not it, depends minting on, more it, depends on, it depends on which one we're talking about. You know, um, Again, the mass, I think that it just, it just would be like, you know, we were, those are beta items, you know, those are beta things. Those are literally yeah. the first wearables and invented. Like, I think that there should be a thought out process of how to deal with those. Yes. Um, as far as Christmas stuff, I just would like to see those not in any kind of presale. I'd like to see them either given away in some sort of, you know, uh, prize fashion or something like that. But like, I would yeah. see those not as a, as a presale. The, anything else unminted, I could, I wouldn't mind seeing in the presale, and I don't care about that. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not even like uh, vouching for a presale. What I'm saying is that we could use this stuff that's already kind of not circulating supply, yeah. but that's out there. We can yeah. use that to give away and attract new people on. And when people yeah. make the argument, well that's a good idea, but we shouldn't use stuff that hasn't been minted. We should create more stuff and new stuff. Oh, oh, to I me, like that, like yeah. that's ridiculous. It's the same amount of wearables. I can make an argument that creating a new type of launch shirt, treasure chest number two, would yeah. be, yeah. Uh, uh, would hurt the value of the actual Decentraland launch shirt than just minting more of them. Because what happens if the treasure chest shirt is cooler or whatever, and more people want it, more people were involved in that I one. Mean, we, we, to I me think to say already... that you want to mint, you want to create new wearables instead of mint the old ones is just, it's preposterous. I don't understand well, the argument. Let's kind of look it's at just about the market kind of have already, haven't already set. Also, Sorry. can I say this would be a perfect first vote for the DAO? Like it would be a part, like, I think it would be yeah, a great test run because it well. really like, like I said, the functionality of it, like it, we're not going to like kill anything. We're not going to destroy any of the progress made. It's, it's a pretty simple first vote to put what, up. What vote in particular? Uh, whether or not they should mint these uh, wearables oh, okay. that haven't been claimed yet. I think it would be a yeah. great test yeah, run. Yeah. The wearable topic, I think is for sure going to be the best like trial vote for the DAO. It's a pretty hot because, debate to be honest. 
yeah and everyone mm-hmm. seems to be really concerned about it and it affects a lot of people so this is definitely like so i have first a ton one. of wearables as you guys know i probably have like half a million mana in just wearables yeah. so yeah. i'm trying to yeah. if i were to remove myself from the investment perspective and, I, and i'm trying to think very hard how would i be if i was not invested in wearables at all whether or not we should mint them or not usually yeah. with those kind of topics i look historically how things have run and what's run successfully for them and runescape comes to mind mm-hmm. um is one of them and also successful dApps like axie infinity what did they do they had origin axes that were very special and the people that bought in at the first on that during that pre-sale it's very special to them and then they have mm-hmm. their new release but then that new release gets capped at you know they may also, sell like a thousand axes or whatever games. but then Absolutely. Like I've been, I've been invested in almost like before Decentraland, like when I was, I was investing in everything. I have a little piece of like almost every little bit of game and all of them have some sort of variation of this, you know, the first things that were, that were, like you're saying, they were special that, you know, and then you move on and you, you, you know, whatever, you know, but Mm-hmm. there's like a variation of this amongst almost every nft what would be collect- the problem if we would have just introduced new wearables though there isn't a problem with it i'm saying that it's not a solution to to it's it's not a better alternative i guess like to argue against uh using that instead of minting the ones we already have created also I'm, I'm one not- of the biggest go ahead sorry no go ahead no i was gonna say one of the biggest problems is how decentraland handled this will be a big factor in the future of what we think they're going to do with the next set of wearables. So if Decentraland were to say, all right, well, we're going to continue to mint the rest of these and provide them as prizes and stuff, it's going to put a dent in the wearables market. And um, I'm a big person that thinks a strong economy brings news and people to a platform. I mean, no one would be here if land wasn't selling for tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars. People would be here, but that sort of news brought in a ton of people. Um, so an, a strong economy for me is a priority, not because I have them, but because it brings in, it, it builds interest. Um, so for me, it's like, all right, so if Decentraland were to say, all right, we're going to release these new, the rest of these wearables, so then what happens later on when people have these launch events and then some of them are like, well, we don't even have to go for launch events anyway. They're going to be made available um, sometime in the future. Like it's not special to those launch events. Or, or they can just come in and just cap it and say, that's it. Like whatever was minted on the day and that's probably what's going to happen with the COVID masks. That's, that's the whole supply. That way we know that when these launch events happen or these events happen, they're special. You got to go there to get whatever is available on the day. Mm-hmm. It does um, send, like send a message. It's kind of like, yeah, it definitely sends that message. And that's more true yeah. to what's happened to non-blockchain projects. Like RuneScape is a perfect example. They do their launch. Mm-hmm. That's it. You get that during that Christmas time and that's it. Mm-hmm. There's no more. Uh, so economically, Fallout, that's worked yeah. really well for them. Yeah, Fallout is is very similar in that fashion. My, my roommate plays a wild amount of Fallout. And the same idea, you know, there's there's certain... They, they had the Foshnot mask that... Um, they put out, you know, it was like a certain ratio. And the kind of the rumor is that somebody at Bethesda messed up and put an extra zero. And so it made it so almost like no one could find this thing. And there's like a rumor of one dude with this mask in the whole of Fallout 76 community. And, you know, there's like a rumor and you know somebody has sent him a message, but he hasn't responded. And that's like, what's going on, you know? But this stuff is a thing, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. part of gaming. Yeah. 
I'm just trying to think. So, and, and adding more wearables actually does dilute the whole wearable pool anyway. So whether they add more wearables for Bitcoin glasses or they add a whole new set of wearables, um, that's what's happening with Gods Unchained as well, I, I, mean, I think, because they had their Genesis set and now they've got like a new set that's being introduced. Yeah, and I, and I see the overall devalue about all the cards. Mm -hmm. um, it's not that the first cards retain their value. No, people actually start selling a bit of that to jump into the new uh card release so i think that's what's going to happen with wearables is that mm. say we have 100 new mythics to choose from mm. some of them look really freaking cool superman capes yeah. or like t-rex what about know, what about what about the classic card games like magic the gathering or pokemon those first editions are always the most valuable yeah. they maintain their esteem value mm. over time but it's it's only the I first think, edition yeah i think yeah. i think that um uh, just earlier editions overall like you know the most recent releases are usually the least valuable in those types of games. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would like to see, um, or I'd like to be an advocate of not really having um, a ton of legendaries and mythics from here on out. Mm -hmm. In general, just a hundred and ten. Like that's not something we should be just doing all the time. You know? Right. I, I, so that's yeah, what I was going to beginning ask. when there's only like 50 people, but if you got like, Let's say we get a hundred thousand players. Would we really be wanting to put out ones of tens all the time? You know, mm -hmm. I think that we should probably double think that one. But like, you know, nah, that's not, you know, that's not the model. Now that's a special event. The, even the release of a mythic, the release of a legendary outfit. When there's a hundred thousand people, I wonder how you'd even get your hands on just ten. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'd, it'd be like a special way to release it or something, a lottery, a draft. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I would like thinking. to see that. I, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that be a, a less and less like legendary and mythic actually mean legendary and mythic. Like you would even see one of those, you know, that like, you know, one of those kind of things. Yeah, I think and in then, that in that case, I think it makes like I've always had my like I never really understood the whole minting NFTs out of like thin air thing. Like the whole NFT market to me doesn't make sense, honestly. <laughs> Like when it comes to, when it comes to crypto cats, everything is literally just you know. Crypto cats. Yeah, but that's the same with ERC twenties as well. I, I, yeah, it's all speculative, right? But because and yeah. then they 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 create these properties to them that just come out of thin air as well, mm -hmm. to kind of like artificially create some kind of scarcity to these NFTs and stuff, so people perceive like, oh, these are more valuable because it has a one out of one thousand trade, whatever the hell. But in this case, I, I think it, it makes sense for like truly mythic or legendary wearables or whatever in-game nfts for potential and there has to be some kind of like uh effort involved to obtain them meaning it's, they, they weren't just printed out well, thin air like what i will say is on the side of like it's somebody had to design it somebody had to design it somebody had to um to code it into the into the wearables like code it doesn't just like yeah. move like that for nothing so on some level, like, yeah, I mean, there was some work that had to be done in order for it to be created. Now, whether it was 50,000 mana worth of work, who knows? But I'm just saying, you know, it was work. Uh -huh. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we've talked about with, um, like, playing the MetaZone games and stuff like that, is having an NFT available for the amount of, like, jumps you have in exactly. block hole and stuff like that, which I can tell you're kind yeah. of dancing around that a little bit. A little bit, um, meaning but, like, um, yeah, like someone like Red Nitrous here, who's mm -hmm. who actually like uh, killed everyone in our tournaments, and he spent a lot of time and effort to kind of like master a game, right? So mm -hmm. you would think logically he would be rewarded with some type of actual legitimate 
scarce in-game oh. asset to represent that kind of effort. You know what I mean? Well, that's Red Knight just has land and that fancy fox hat on. I think that those were things that he won essentially with, uh, you know, with work. Mm. That mm -hmm. fox hat's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's unique to him. It's one. Of, it's one of the the, the yeah, most popular. Is. Uh, one of is, 10 items too you know it's, it's one choice. of the most sought after mythics you know yeah so you know it's, i'm just saying like the, the, you know he has been rewarded quite a bit with a lot of different things you know because it's not just he's ju only jumping block runner you know he's doing a bunch of stuff mm -hmm. it's really interesting because uh, we're kind of seeing things um based on only like four to five months worth of gameplay um mm -hmm. from the early launch masks to what we have now but you know in the years down the track um, even if they were to release the rest of the mint numbers, will it matter that much? You know, 20 years down the track. So, yeah. No. You know, what's going to be early? Yeah. There is going to be yeah. like graphs. My problem, okay, here's the thing. And, and 100% about the masks. The masks are the most important to me because the masks are like one through a thousand overall mints in DCL. Should we really be just giving those up? No, we shouldn't yeah. just be giving them up. But how them would up, we? But but, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, like even if we, we, even if we, if you know, even if we are giving them out as prizes, they're the, the literally they're the one to like one thousand or like seven hundred first mints of all of DCL items. What if I got one after like fifteen hundred hours of gameplay in the central land? I don't think it would equal. So not to the me. other, the not, other not thing with me. this conversation is. Um, I don't really think the team can win right now without the Dow. No matter what they do, they're going to be criticized because under the scenario that I'm, I'm presenting of you, let's say we have this big event, right? And they want to do like a treasure hunt where they give stuff out as prizes and some of those prizes are wearables. Either you're going to be criticized for minting new wearables or you're going to be criticized for creating new ones and putting them on the market without a doubt. Nah, because I feel like no one has criticized them yet for minting new wearables. The COVID mask came out of nowhere. We're happy with them. No, oh, there are people COVID pissed off, though. There are people Ooh. pissed off when that came out. You talk to too many people. I don't care if they're pissed off. I don't care about nobody. No, but that's the thing. No, but that's the thing because it's COVID. We're all good. But, and all of that was donated. But if it's another <laughs> event and they're just coming up with wearables, I know I think yeah, they might do another yeah. community event and they're just going to release a bunch of wearables like that sort of stuff has to be uh -huh. run like from now onwards yeah or yeah, at least like if we have a yeah, yeah. discussion yeah um, for sure I mean we shouldn't be just doing no drawing contest no more like no, I I don't want another drawing I if seriously that drawing contest had me almost furious like not furious but like I should I have a chance I don't think that they, I, I should have I, a chain. <laughs> I don't think they intended for people to submit via pencil and paper for that. I yeah, think they, people that just the started. number one that was the number one way they were asking for it, man. I went in there and made my thing in Blender thinking that I was gonna have a step up because I made it in Blender and people got everybody that got that got chosen for one, it was a drawing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mine was a screenshot, man. <laughs> <laughs> my Dragon Ball Z glasses. I was like, I want those. <laughs> Mine started as a screenshot too, and Toonpunk was like, then make it. And I was like, all right, then I learned how to make my damn necklace. You know? <laughs> well, um, what I was gonna say is, from now, like, if we were to hold some sort of a community contest for wearables, it'd be great if we you could only do so using the SDK. Uh, what or whatever well, I think that, that would be the next step. Wearables. It's got to be the next step. Because if they were going to actually be wearables from now on, and we're they talking about be, trying actually. to trying to get like community members to do that, then we got to get mm -hmm. people familiar with that code. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what that would be. 
So just I'll tell you what I up, do. We're we're all on the same page about them. Uh, they should mint more wearables. They should mint the mint the rest of the wearables and send them out, right? <laughs> send them out mm. to who? <laughs> just anyone that wants it. First, first no, come, first serve. No, they should just put them in my. I'll send them my wallet number, and they could just send me all them the, the first through seven hundred. That'd be fine. I'll take all those. Do you whatever know, we, we have, like a hundred thousand players. We should just just do like a massive battle royale and fight it out. Yes, yes. That's it. That's the only thing I accept. Once we once we get uh, hand to hand fighting, we should just do it. You know. Yeah. I should be able to I'll walk up to someone and, and slap them if they say something stupid. <laughs> Oh, that's I don't know. I'd be the one getting slapped today, though. It's gonna get so out of control. We wouldn't be able to get a. We wouldn't be able to get a podcast done. We just be getting smacked all day. So explain how this works. If I mint, or if I design a T-shirt, and um, let's say there's a hundred of them, right? I I get to keep thirty. No, that was that contest. That was that contest. So then, so the way that worked was was. They were looking for ideas for community-made uh, wearables, and we didn't have any mechanisms to really make wearables at that time. So they asked people to just shoot ideas into this one Discord channel. And then whoever was picked was given 30% of the supply of that wearable. And that's how all these community wearables were distributed. Okay. And then the rest of them were given out in treasure chests. So there's, then... a, um, there's a stipulation in the, the whatever... Oh gosh, what's it called? Where the curator and the creator can keep a certain percent if they want to. That was in the forum that uh, Esteban put out. Mm-hmm. Well, which yeah, is what yeah, you're yeah. talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, that, if exactly. Could, if you could keep it, exactly. Um, you, there is the option where you could keep a certain percent. Okay, so those, yeah, so those that you don't for, keep, for a premium or something like that. Yeah, those you that said, you, don't, you don't, those that you don't keep, they're they're just in the open market. Yeah, so you put them out on yes. a pre-sale is, is exactly, how yeah. it was proposed. So everything would go up as an as a, as a initial pre-sale. But these are all just initial proposals, too, that we haven't even ironed out. So like, this See, is an idea. Uh, this is what I would the do. Way, the way it should be. Since, uh, since we're running our own little thing with MetaZone, uh, the way that I would do it is I would mint 12 first-gen uh, year one Decentraland block runner t-shirts. 12. And... You can only get them if you win the monthly tournament, and that's it. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's no, the only I way you get it. them. I think that's how well, it should you know, be. That's right. how but I would use that, the wearables. That well, the problem with that is that's ridiculously specific to the block run. No, so I'm saying, to, but that's so, how so, I would. That's I how I would generate these wearables. I would never generate yeah. them as a creator just to sell them on the open market unless I'm trying to raise for a particular project. Well, well, okay, that's but that's fine. how but I would I do like, it. What, what if I was just somebody who like like me? I, I want to make something behind style. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. To do with none of that. No, I agree. No, that's and, what and I'm saying. I, what, what if I just want to put up 50,000 50, mana so I can get a license to make something that I think is just dope? Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean is that it should be open for all kinds of like permutations of how you want to generate these wearables. Oh, you're saying different numbers and different. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like I, I need 12. Yeah. That's all I need mm-hmm. for first gen. I don't need 10. Do you need I don't anything care. Cool? Or do you do you just want like a block on a logo on a black a shirt or something? Well, it depends. It depends on what what I'm able to do. If I can have a, a revolving orb on a T-shirt because somebody That's won right. yeah, the yeah. monthly uh, orb jumping yeah, contest, that would actually look cool. As hell. Then then there's only yeah. twelve of those, and it's Gen One, and that's it, right? That's for Year One, right? There's gonna be Year Two, oh, Year Three, but those may not be as valuable as Gen One. Mm-hmm. So how do we build this into the whole DAO process? Because well, we'd like have to get some, and, and again, well, like we'd have to, we'd have to, 
instead of doing specifics like that, I had proposed when I think I talked with Tune Punk one time, I think I just talked about, you know, what if we, instead of having the community ones being legendary and epic and hold those same numbers, the community legendary might be one of 25 and the community, you know, uh, epic might be one of a hundred or 150 or, you know, whatever number we decide, but it's a lower number than the normal ones from the, from the Decentraland team, because you're like, Hey, we're not, you know, the community numbers might be different is kind of what I'm saying. Cause they would reflect yeah. um, a different. No, I agree with that. Case. I, you know no, I agree with that. I, I'm just saying yeah. like, there's there's different use cases for these wearables that that is not speculative. It is more rewards, and then it could be speculative in the open market but, by the uh, winners. Okay, so uh, speculative, and then also because you got to remember, okay, no one buys Fortnite skins for speculation, but they spend for red on them. So on some level, yeah, our wearables are speculation, but on some level, they're fashion. There's a combination. There's a little, little gray area going on there because on a little bit, they're a game wearable, just like any other game skin that really doesn't mean anything but your own style. But people in other games, they'll still spend their mom's whole bank account behind these shits. And they're not going to spend, they're not going to be able to resell them. They'll just have them. Mm-hmm. So in ours, like this, this wild speculation you guys keep talking about is not necessarily so wild. Well, that's what I mean. It's like if if we meant these twelve like regular T-shirts with Block Runner comes from our smart contracts, all that stuff is just yeah. a generic T-shirt that will have mm-hmm. a lot of value, uh, just because mm-hmm. you you had to earn them, right? Any any T-shirt that's out there in the wild is because it was earned, and that's it. Now it could be worth a hundred thousand mana or five mana. It doesn't that's, you, you know? I, it just I, depends. I'm saying this too about about you guys. Like you guys build a brand for yourself where you just put out thousand out. They're gonna sell out. Period. I'll buy five hundred of them right now. Right, right. You know yeah, so, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like you know, that's you, true. I mean, if it was some way to uh, to raise funds for a particular project, hey, we're coming out with uh, crypto zombies, right? Um, and mm-hmm. here's here's a T-shirt to represent it, and that money's going to be used to develop that game. Then yeah, you could mm-hmm. use that too. But that that flexibility needs to be built in, right? <laughs> that's that's what should be you know part of like. Yeah, I just think it's going to take a little while to. I think we all want this right now. And we all need this like in a couple months as far as like the the whole decision making process. It's a great conversation to have and we should keep having it. But at the same time, we're probably gonna have to vote on this one, you know. What's a base layer like, solution that they can implement right now just to make people happy? Is there anything? Just to I get people so. designing not, wearables. Not, uh, also, get people designing wearables, there's gotta there's, there's gotta be something at least put forward, like um some sort of structure where you're saying, okay, you know, to give yourself an opportunity to, to, to be a creator, you'd have to, you know, learn the code. Here's the code, you know, like they put it, cause there is a, just a code for writing the wearables onto the, you know, the, the, the actual GLB shape onto the character and have it move around mm-hmm. is a code. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't think it's crazy, but I think that it's a code and you gotta learn it. You know, mm-hmm. if you maybe get like, okay, you know, here's where to find that information. You know, um, you know, I've seen the information about how many like triangles you got to keep it under and stuff like that. So that stuff is out there. Uh, you know, you just give everybody the information they needed to, to get started on doing it correctly. You know, I think that'd be a yeah. step one. Yeah, I think yeah, I agree with just that. going off that, I mean, 
it's kind of the issue that we've all had in the past with stuff is just transparency. Just uh, I know there's the forum and stuff, but a lot of the issues people were having with the wearables is like, tell us if you don't plan to mint all of them for an event like the COVID mask. It's just like it's only available to the people who come out to the event and stuff like that. And that's going to be it. Uh, if you plan to release them at a later date, let us know. So we're not kind of sitting here on our hands speculating about the price. Mm -hmm. uh, but when it comes to designing and stuff, you can kind of put something out similar where it's like, hey, uh, we know the DAO is not ready, but there will be something for sure that lets people submit their wearables to the DAO. And it's going to be up for the community vote. So start designing and stuff so that when the DAO does hit in X amount of months, you're ready to go and you could be the first to propose your stuff and you could be the first to market with uh, private uh, wearables. I think something like that would be really helpful right now. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear about that coming up in a, in a near pipeline anyways. I, I just have I a little more so patience too, with it. Yeah, I, I don't think it's something that, um, again, that we need like today. No. Near future, yes. And I think, I feel like those guys have to be hearing us talk about it. We talk about it on yeah. every single time we talk about anything. So I, I feel like at yeah. some point, those guys know what time it is. You know, they're not. Maybe they're you not. can give, you can release the the blender or the the the, the, the wearable creator kind of UI or yeah. whatever software That's it is, and get people start building things and and That's showing saying, that yeah. you know they're capable of making a portfolio and building their reputation. And then once. The and then maybe kind of some people can just part use, use parcels to, to kind of display theirs and gain yeah. some support behind the, the stuff, yeah. you know? Could we do that as a DCL core? Could we do like a blender wearables competition or something like that? And just get yeah, people man, to start creating yeah. some so stuff? We could absolutely do that. Um, and you just put them on the on the, on the the standard avatar. And I know yeah, I Rosa just sent how, to, me. how to find that. Um, I, you know, I have that, you know? Yeah, DJ Rosa just sent me like 14 pictures of wearables she designed on mannequins and was asking me like, how yeah. do I put this in world? And I was like, well, it's like you can't yet, but yeah. I think that's going to be a process. But I mean, there's obviously people out there creating stuff. We could have a little contest where we just throw them up on Discord and put like the little symbols underneath the pictures and it's like vote one, two or three and whichever ones get the most votes we could. I think we, uh, I think that would be a fun contest for everybody because we all want to do it. So let's just, you know, mm -hmm. we, I think that would just be a fun contest for everybody to get involved yeah. with. And you know, for people to start- Blender specific? Yeah, I was just going to say, and, I mean, well, if that's how we're going to design wearables moving, it should be whatever- No, because the, I think you uh, can use um, a different program as well, right? Okay. But, uh, I think Blender is not the only program you can use. I, I forget what the other one is called, but. We can just say anything, but you. Yeah, yeah. Like, but some people are, 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 are on our But we yeah. ultimately we want to um, a filter out the kind of not filter, but get an idea of what designers are really like um, going to be able to come to market the quickest, and that's going to be people mm -hmm. that are familiar with Blender. We, we do have the other thing. Blender thing. I was just going to say, B, the other thing is we're trying to push people onto Blender and these other things that are going to be needed moving forward. Mm -hmm. So whatever competition we run should implement that stuff to get to familiarize people with some yeah. of this stuff. I like it. And, and honestly, it could be a, a, a crude contest where some of us put out some real amateur looking things. You know, who cares? It'd be fun, you know? Yeah, bust yeah, out I know the what box I'm putting up there. I, I, I <laughs> Sorry, sorry boys, I have to go because I have to yeah. jump on a call with someone else. Absolutely. Yeah. All good, Maddie. I think I'm about to grab up too. Yeah, we got yeah, we, we got less than a few minutes left.
<laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. A couple hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, it's a good conversation to have as far as the wearables as an in general. Um, and I think that uh, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna play out in the next couple weeks, months here. And I think we gotta have a little bit of patience with the team. Like I agree, we're like really Dude, this moving down their necks right now. You know, this can't be a top priority for them right now. That's like literally and figuratively speaking, like we can't. They can't yeah. be doing this stuff right now. Who cares? At the but same yeah. time, here's the thing, right? I know that, but half a million dollars, half a million dollars. Well, you gotta pay attention. Though, like, dollars, you don't right? have to. You well, don't have to mess with the market right now, though. No, like, no, I know. You can just let it. You can just let it stay as is. Um, but the, but the thing is, I, like, the reason why what I'm saying is the reason why we're all so concerned is because uh, that, you know, so we, you know, the reason like as a community, like the money that everybody's put up, so it's like, you know, well, what's the direct we don't care. I mean, I, I said we, I don't know everybody, but I don't care so much about whether I can make a ton of money off what I have. I'm saying like more like, what is the direction? What are we, what are we doing? What are we preparing for next? You know, cause I can, regardless of what they decide on what the wearables, I'm going to be able to use that wearable decision for my next business move. You know what yeah. I'm no, yeah. I, I totally understand. You don't want to be uh, speculating when you're buying and selling all this stuff. I get where you're coming from. There needs to be some sort of, well, some like, sort or of even like what Will's talking about, even designing something for your own business, like like that crap, or like you guys, or like even Dude, myself that I'm it. interested in, in using bear wearables and stuff. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you know, well, what is my next step as a business? You know, am That's I right using there. wearables to incentivize? Am I using wearables as a something to sell? Like I'm talking about Will, like you know, yeah, incentivizing is good. But what if you could just raise money for yourself, like I said, just by selling your, your T-shirts off? You know what I'm saying? Yep. So just what is your business plan moving forward if we can use those to our advantage, which we should be able to as a community, definitely. Agreed. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that, man. Yeah, we can leave it at that. That was a good conversation. Mint them all. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys get a chance, come by tomorrow. We've got the uh, the business conference tomorrow going on with Maddie with a couple of these businesses. And I know I probably should know them better. I don't. Um, we're going to get it going tomorrow. And hopefully everything goes well with that. We can continue to do business conferences in here uh, weekly. I believe we're going to try to do that. So that'll be good. Awesome. All right, guys. Appreciate you coming. And uh, we'll Definitely. see you next time. Yeah, see you, see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at theblockrunner. Yeah.